0: Happy New Yay! Year! 2020! Let's yeah. get this started! Wow!
1: <laughs> <laughs> we've just time-walked.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, we've got to stay hip and relevant for the peeps. <laughs> no?
1: Okay. Uh, I was trying to think of something hip to say and I just drew a blank. <laughs> Instagram! Snapchat! <laughs> <laughs> There's probably something better than that now. We are in 2020. Uh, yeah. uh, Stop no. confusing me. Sorry. It is 2018. 20... Yes. yes. And if you can't tell, we're all in the same room, which is probably why we're excited. There's yes. also champagne. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous. But we are yeah. having our cups of tea. Yeah. And we've got to Nana's stage of the night. Yeah. <laughs> it's after nine o'clock.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is how we party in 2018. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs>
1: Yay. So, Happy New Year, Disruptors. Thanks for sticking with us and welcome to a new year of podcasting. Yeah. yeah. We're Bigger excited.
0: And better, we
2: think, yeah. maybe. Goodbye to 2017. We, yes. have, we have plans.
0: So, yes. long farewell. How much mm. did 2017 suck balls? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's Is exactly that? the term I was going to yeah. use. Thanks, <laughs> Jem. I don't know. It was just an intense year.
1: Yeah. Mm. I mean, really Trump,
0: means. that kind of.
1: Yeah. That sums
0: up the year right there. Yeah. So I, I love, I have the little tradition, as you know, mm. all too well, of um, thinking about your highlights and your lowlights mm. as a way to kind of end the year that was and move into the next year because I think it's important to, I don't know, kind of mark occasions and there's nothing mm. like 31st of December moment in time to go, that is the end of something. And maybe it's a good thing or maybe there's some sadness. I don't know. So I was going to ask you two, what's your highlight of 2018 and what's your low-light? No, 2017. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully you have no highlights and (laughs) low-lights a few days in (laughs) to the new year. (laughs) But um, for last
2: year. Um, Yeah. Um, Low-light was uh, definitely a beautiful, beautiful, very close friend of mine. I was diagnosed with a brain tumour, and that has been a low light. Having said that, she's amazing, and just dealing with it graciously and hopefully, and she's just incredible, but yeah, that's been, like, really crap. And a highlight? Highlight? Um, that is really tricky, isn't it? mm I mean, there's lots of things that I'm really super happy I did this year. Like, I did a women's self-defense course, and I'm just, that was like a real highlight. Like, I've wanted to do one for years. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I felt very empowered. And yeah, so it was nice to kind of, I guess, tick one of those things off your list that Mm. you want to do. Yeah, I mean, there's probably lots of highlights, but anyway, that just comes to mind Mm. quickly.
0: How about you guys, Shell? Um, highlight actually would be the podcast.
1: Oh, so my highlight.
0: oh, oh. God. Yes. at least Tam and I care about it. <laughs> self-defense is more interesting.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so that would definitely be a highlight. I think just being able to have that, um, regular connection with you girls mm. and talking about interesting things. Um, and then, I don't know, low light. I think, I think the low light is just the kind of whole idea of starting again. <laughs> just, you know, the move mm. into state. Which... Yeah, was a
2: low light that you moved. Yeah, that was us. a low light. Yeah, totally.
0: Um, I see highlights and low lights in it. So mm. I can see the good and the bad. I think, and I don't regret it for a second. I think there's so much that I've learned about myself. But, yeah, the low light is just the hard slog of mm. um, trying to work out what's important in your life and, um, doing the hard internal work, I think. And for a marriage relationship to work out, it's not just all fun. Like how do you work (laughs) through the, ah, I, you know, was the reason for the move Mm. and Bruce isn't loving it. And Mm. how do I not take on the responsibility for that, but also go, there's a good thing for us being in this place. And how do we not run away from that Mm. and just run back but sit with it. So I actually, I don't know if I would call it a low light in that regard. it actually, I wouldn't say it's a highlight either. It's a real life season that it's been. And I, um, I think I'm wiser for it and I'm more empathetic for it Mm. in terms of how I will engage with people who are the other, you know, who are new and who are, um, outside of the little community that you have. So Mm. yeah, I don't know. Grateful for that, but
1: yeah, I, I, ugh, I always I do struggle. I struggle with this because I think, like you said, there's good, and, obviously good and bad to everything. So that mm. often the things that are a struggle have that flip side of yes. having positive stuff. So I think maybe one of my highlights this year was like owning the fact that um, I really enjoy my work and just mm. getting back. And doing more hours and becoming more of a, a work person rather than the stay-at-home mum person and finding out that I actually enjoy being the work person yeah. a lot more than being the stay-at-home mum person. So that was a highlight. But at the same time, that brought so much stress yeah. mm-hmm. and lack of time and angry mum, <laughs> grr, that that was probably, on the flip side, also my low light. Mm. Um, so that yeah. was that's a really yeah hard kind of thing to think about paradox problem. isn't it absolutely
2: yeah yeah that's yep. so true. yeah yeah um, and so much of life is like that isn't it yes yeah. hmm. like you're saying shall like trying to find not trying to find the good in every bad situation because yeah. sometimes stuff is just bad yeah hmm. yeah yeah there is like potential in many situations to actually look at things from the good like there's good that comes with the bad it's yeah. like your greatest yeah. strength is your greatest weakness absolutely your, yeah
0: I think it's a much healthier perspective to have because it is—it's almost too easy just to play the victim and the um, this is terrible and it's you know I'm always you know talking about the whole black and white view versus the sense of complexity. But Mm. in the complexity, there is grey, there is white, there is black, there is all of that, and I think that's where you grow as a person. So I, yeah, I don't. um, I would just hate to. Feel regret mm. for some of what happens, but then your friend having a brain tumor absolutely sucks. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And as much as you will learn more about yourself, and she's an amazing person from it, it just still sucks. I don't think that there's yeah. you know huge highlights in that. There's growth and learning in it, but yeah, mm. that's
1: there's just some shitty things that happen. Yep. Yeah. Happy Chinese New <laughs> <Sorry.
0: laughs>
1: In terms of, okay, so New Year's resolutions, yes or no?
2: I don't think I ever just have one resolution. Is that a rule? Well, when you say a New Year's <laughs> resolution, to me that sounds like there's one thing that's your resolution. Okay. Like, I will quit smoking. Or yeah, something. right. Do you know, that's you really should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: want
2: it <laughs> <laughs> really not true. Uh, anyway. Um, That's not true. I love the chat to say that. Yeah. <laughs> just in case <laughs> any of our listeners your parents are listening, <laughs> like yeah, they, they really think we've gone off the rails. Some people already do. Um, yeah, So, and just yeah, so, But I definitely do. Um, okay. What can I learn from last year? And what can I? Hmm. How do I want to change that? And I remember might have been a couple of years now ago okay, now. Shell, I remember you saying to me. Something along the lines of... I'm sure you didn't say it as harshly as this. <laughs> they might have. But something along the lines of, like, how are you going to change the narrative or something. Like, you're always busy, you're always stressed Need to change the narrative. And that phrase actually stuck with me, like changing the narrative. Mm-hmm. So that kind of became one of my goals a few years ago. Was, and so under that, there was a number of things, like, how do I change the narrative? What do I want the narrative to be? I don't know. My brain mm-hmm. kind of mind maps it a bit more. And then, you know, there's the things of... Okay, so what are my goals in health or spiritually or relationally or work-wise, financially? Yeah, so I usually have a whole bunch of things. May or may not be good. We can talk more about that in a moment. What about you guys?
0: Um, I I will admit that I am really not engaged in the whole New Year's resolutions. I look back to my time at the big, um, you know... Charismatic church, where it was all about, I don't know, I felt like it was maybe it was also just being in my early 20s, it was about goal setting and having a thing to go for. And I think okay. I always overestimate what I can actually achieve in my like just that's yeah. why i'm always running late it's not because i don't value you as a person <laughs> who i'm catching up with it's because i genuinely think i can fit in those 10 yeah. emails and the four phone calls and <laughs> the kids getting ready for bed like i don't know it just mm. so goals can become overwhelming for me new year's resolutions feel like do i really just want to set myself up to fail mm. um mm. and and so i think i've just been living like that for 15 years and now i i'm now in a running a business where goals are important <laughs> we <laughs> are people and, and telling people how to do it and so i recognize that maybe not as evil as i have um perhaps yeah. unconsciously made them to be so i don't know I, I approach it with trepidation though because and maybe it's that kind of um uh the evangelical side of you where you don't want to stuff up or that mm. sense of like you you need to let your yes be yes and your no be no. I don't know. There's all of this kind of right and wrong mixed in for me. Yeah, and right. I just, it feels Making so promises. not freedom. It yeah. feels so prescriptive and yeah. trapping and to me. Mm. And so I think I've really reacted against that and gone stuff it. And I've done great things each year. It's not as if mm. I've sort of sat um, and been, been stuck, but... I also recognize that I tend to just go with where the opportunity comes or where the wind blows almost, and that's not good either. So I'm, I'm really interested in 2018 of what does it look like to have a resolution that is um, not too prescriptive, but enough of a going, this is actually what I am interested in doing and passionate about. Setting some boundaries
2: even. I think yeah, that's so, what I, I find. They're like guideposts. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. because I am a journaler, it's like that reflecting back, like I'll go back and read... And that kind of, it helps, it helps make some decisions, it helps Mm. cut some things out and it refocuses. And usually I'll do like a mid-year, like a big reassessment. Mm. I'll try and like have a half day or something to look through. And and this year I was surprised because like you, Shell, I'm like, I'm going to look through and be sad. And (laughs) I think that's because some of the big ones that stood out in my mind were those massive things that maybe are very difficult if not impossible to achieve like cut out or sugar but there were were so many other little things that I really did hit that I was happy about great and so I found that because I wrote so many things down and in so many broad categories yeah I probably actually was hitting over half of my goals in a broad sense but maybe those particular things that stand out as goals like Mm. losing weight saving lots of money, those yeah. kind of things I didn't necessarily hit. Yeah. But other smaller things that still made my life good, yeah. I was, you know, happy to go, oh, I actually am doing that and I actually have mm. made some changes, if not,
0: That's you great. know, the massive
2: ones that are your traditional goals. Yeah, It's such the key
0: thing, though, that isn't it like to actually look back at it and check mm. in? Because yes. I think that's probably also what turned me off is going back to do the journaling at, in January the next year and go, oh, yeah, I totally forgot about I haven't done January it since th- January
1: the 10th. <laughs> totally. Yeah.
0: And because I'm not a regular journaler, yeah. I'm an external processor, and so... Yeah, it just gets missed and then it feels really pointless. Mm. So maybe it's just about finding other ways to do it. Like this, mm. you know, if we're recording. <laughs> well, Listen to this halfway through the year. Yeah, maybe that should be. Yeah. What about you, Tam?
1: Yeah, I feel similar to both of you in that I've always been anti-resolutions because I do feel like I'm setting myself up to fail. I'm like, mm. I don't know if that's because I choose goals that are unrealistic or because I'm, I've got that rebel personality where if mm. I make a goal, I will almost self-sabotage Uh-oh. to not oh, yes. get it because I fear that I won't be able to do it so perfectly you you do? Yeah, okay. so I might as well not even try wow. um, so there's a lot of
2: I'm a bit like that with telling other people my goals yeah I don't okay. want to be accountable yeah I'm happy to be hard on myself but I don't want yeah so you're very internally accountable yeah. not yeah. externally yeah mm,
1: okay whereas I rebel against both of those no. things. So I'm just a lost cause. <laughs> what do they recommend then? For I that? don't know. I don't know. Person. Yeah. Oh. If someone dares me not to do it, yes. I'll do it. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a counterintuitive. Okay. Instructors. Yeah. Yeah. Counter yeah. It's like, <laughs> ah, it's like if Roger tells me it. I can't do something. One time he said, I said, I really want a cat. He goes, you're never going to go out and get a cat. The next day I went and bought a cat. Oh. oh.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yep. Yeah. Anyway, Did that person that care that much?
0: Doesn't. <laughs> and now you're stuck with a cat for the rest <laughs> of your life. <laughs> Rookie mistake. It was.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry, I'm not a huge cat person. Obviously. Um, yeah, but I, don't, I really don't know how practically that works out. Mm. Um, I love, I love the process of like analysing and mm. setting the goals and writing it all out and making it all pretty. But that is it. Like literally, mm. a week later, tenth of January, I have forgotten all about yeah. it. There is no review. There's nothing. Like I don't know what. It, I don't know what I can do
2: mm-hmm.
1: to yeah, make myself either accountable or review it. Or mm. I, I just don't know. Do you have really even know. in you for 2018? Do you have a sense of what you'd like to? See no, happen? I'm not sure. I'd really need to. Um, a few years ago it was probably quite a few years ago um i found this resource online um there's this woman called Suzanne conway um and she's a little bit spiritual not in the christian sense um probably more in the tarot card reading kind (laughs) of sense um But she put out this resource called Unraveling and she puts out this whole booklet for free. It's pretty amazing. And some of it's a little bit woo-woo and, um, you know, ultra Spiro in a strange way. But it's got some really amazing things about looking back on the year, things you want to let go of. Mm. It gets you to write... A letter to yourself mm. um like or get you to write a letter of apology so whether that's to someone to yourself mm, like yeah. just lots of different activities through this booklet mm. and setting intentions for the year and mm. really breaking it down into goals you know three monthly right. goals six yeah. monthly goals and it's a really great resource i'll try and find it and yeah, post it yeah, on that. facebook um but again, I'll do all that because I love having books to fill out. Like yeah. I, mean, you know, I love filling out forms. It's so much fun! <laughs> and then do nothing with it. But mm. yeah, so I need to just. Mm. How would you feel if someone was to keep you accountable? Um, again, I'm not sure how the rebellious part of me would mm. go go with that. Um, but whether or not that's just because I don't, maybe I don't trust people enough mm. to give to. Tell them like you wish mm. that you don't tell other people your mm. goals. I probably do that as well. Mm. Keep them to myself because, yeah, I don't know whether It'll it's a fear of failure or yeah, it
2: like, must be something like that. But I feel like
1: it? my goals are silly yeah.
2: to other people. Mm. Maybe yeah. Well, you're big noting yourself. Sometimes I can feel like that. Yeah, like I think you're going to do all this amazing stuff. And, mm. Yeah, know. yeah, it's interesting. And I think it's like I was just I don't know why I think about when you're saying that that thing of. Like whenever I see like the Biggest Loser on TV, I'm like, mm. how do these people just not turn around and go, shut up, get out of my face to the train? Like that would not yes. motivate me to have someone next mm. to me yelling. It would be a demotivator. I think it's a similar thing. Okay, anyway, Tam. I was also just thinking you recommended a book last year, um, the the one about the guy on the boat who was the book, three Yeah, um, the little oh, Paris bookshop. Yes, that is such a beautiful book. I have to say. I really enjoyed it. and But there's a character in there that talks about time travel, this idea of time travel. And she says, like, you're stuck in the moment that you are now. And sometimes that can be crappy or it can just be mundane or whatever. But she goes, I like to time travel. And he's like, how do you do that? And it's like, it's imagining what your life will be like when this season is over, like what you want it to look like. Mm. And that's, for me, a little bit how I think I set goals. Is that idea okay. of what would I? What do I wish mm. my life would look like? What does that feel like? What does what is a day mm. in that? Yeah. But that?
0: I mean, that is what you meant to do. Like, um, yeah, all the research would show that you need to be able to visualize, and there's no impetus to make the change unless mm. you think that the. Where you are now is not as good as where the change will have Mm. you. So it's actually
1: worth working for it. If it's worth,
0: you know, the value has to outweigh Mm. the the where you are now, and that's that is a big thing thing to pull off. Mm. I think in your own mind to motivate you enough to go is worth because it's going to be uncomfortable and annoying, Mm. regardless. Because you're trying to change habits or change your way of doing whatever it is, life or shift something up to head towards where you want to be it's not going to be fun no it might be when you get there so but unless you have that clear picture that you've Mm. you're imagining it then i don't know it's sort of like it's you're always going to fall back on the what you know and
1: it just falls apart right Mm. and i like what you were saying also about having kind of smaller goals that some of the big goals seem Mm. unachievable but if you're achieving little goals Mm. as you go then you Mm. you can get a bit of that um you know, the reward along the way. Because I think if you're looking for big goals and you're not getting rewards, Mm. then it just feels Mm. hopeless Mm. and horrible. So it's that whole breaking the goals down into those little bite-sized pieces. Mm. Whereas if you can say by, you know, six months, oh, look, I've achieved, I have achieved half of these things, then that feels a lot better than going, oh, well, I haven't lost 10 kilos and I haven't Mm. saved $10,000 and yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think, um, like, Shell, that phrase, like, again, like that changing the narrative was such a big thing for me for a while. So I think if you have lots of goals that can fit into a phrase or a mm-hmm. word, then that can be, again, like a guide, a signpost or whatever that you keep coming back to. And okay. you could put it up as a visual sign yeah. or something like that, like if you're not a journaler, but it's something simple and catchy. and mm-hmm. Yep,
0: have it on your mirror. Yeah. And, and as, as I said like,
1: before, you're... like, I probably had a word... like that last year Mm. but I don't think I wrote it down and I've forgotten Mm. it so I think writing stuff down you as a journaler that's obviously something that comes really naturally to you but write it down so you don't forget
2: but buy you know buy yourself like growing up in like a church that had a very prophetic focus you'd get lots of prophetic words or encouraging Mm. words or whatever and like sometimes like to ground those things like if I could buy or get something that would you know, be like a Yes um, yeah, a visual, a remi- a visual reminder, reminder. Yeah. yeah of you know the things around that word. Um it's yeah.
0: true. I, I remember going to some random event where I didn't know anybody and got this prophetic word about a kite, right? And it was mm. it was meaningful for me at the time and I happened to then <laughs> have a day retreat with the spiritual director and also got given this insight around um, the beautiful Japanese um art form where mm. uh there's this beautiful pottery that was thousands of years old that gets broken and but you put it back together repaired and gold all through that. it yeah and so i actually ended up going to her art room which she had as a studio in the back <laughs> best spiritual director ever in her backyard mm-hmm. and cutting up pieces of material and then putting gold thread throughout mm. to make this kite that was sort of a combination of both ideas that visual has stuck with me now for three or four years. Mm, I love that. So, while it may not be, you know, the year thing, but that that captures so much depth. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I wonder, there's something powerful in the visual and I must admit, I don't gravitate to that either. I am words on a page Mm. and I tend to kind of move forward. So, and I don't know that I'll always journal, but I think maybe that is a good little um, Mm. homework task to have maybe, you know, Mm. like what is that word or that concept for the year mm. to, um, and to have that front of mind because mm. it will get lost. Otherwise. Yes. Do you yes.
2: guys do words for the year kind
1: of thing? Like A word Yeah, I have for honest. the last few years. Mm. And as I said, I, I, I feel like I had one last year mm. and I feel like it might've been intention.
2: My word. Man.
1: Yeah. One of your oh, words. My words. Yeah. <laughs> just pick one. Um, but I can't be sure because I didn't write it down. It could have, that could have been the year before. Mm. Um, so I must write. Mm.
0: What does it mean? What do you guys mean when you say
1: you have a word for the year? Hmm. I guess it's kind of a broad, it's not a goal. Like it's said, a guidepost maybe. Hmm. So this is maybe a theme
2: that I want more of. Hmm. Yeah, it can be something for me that either links in with your goal that sums up the goal or it's a word that keeps coming back hmm. to you or a phrase that keeps coming hmm. back to you Um yeah, like I had the three this last year, which was alignment, intentional, and creativity. And so then I really dealt... I think my goals, actually, every goal that I did aligned with those words. Yeah, there. sure. a bit over the top. But I remember one year, it was as simple as... I remember just having, like, I reckon about a month where I just saw the colour orange everywhere. Mm. And um, and it's probably, like, my least favourite colour, to be honest. <laughs> and But it was everywhere. and it, I don't know, there was something about that that really struck me. So I did a lot mm. of stuff around you know, what does orange mean, What what's the feeling behind orange, what's the symbolic meaning, what's the mm. biblical meanings. And I did like a poster, mood board for myself, mm. and I got so much out of that, mm. um, again, that kind of shaped what I did throughout the year, things that I picked up or things that I left, because did it fit in with some of these words around yeah. orange? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> it sounds weird and a bit loopy, but... But it know. does
0: speak to, and I am so not a creative person, but mm. there, there is something that gets unlocked when mm. you tap into that space. And even with this crazy conference that I did around group dynamics and, yeah, that's a whole other podcast in <laughs> its craziness. My friend Susan, mm-hmm. my friend, who's also a disruptor, to um, join me in debriefing on that crazy experience. But mm. as part of it, just to kind of process it and review and analyze, they just give you paper and... Um, Textures and pastels, and get you to draw what you're learning. And it's mm. a mate, just that little task to get you into a different part of your brain. Because I would rationally have gone XYZ is what mm. I'm learning, and then I start drawing. It's like wow, it's a layer upon layer that goes deeper. So
1: mine I, would have been a whole lot of stick figures.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm not an evolved artist, <laughs> however, and I surprise myself every time, but it's. Um, yeah, I think it's a good
1: rhythm to somehow find what's that small switching the sides of your brain or yeah, something? Isn't it literally is doing it, yeah. absolutely. Um, yep.
0: yeah, I think it taps into something more. So, yeah, I, I haven't really done the word, but I like that idea. Mm. I like that idea, and I think for what it means across all parts of life, you know, what that means for what you're doing, but also what God's doing in you, and mm. yeah, if it can somehow connect and tie you in i think there would be Mm. a lot in that and and maybe this is a for like i I do think you know what we certainly teach in workspace around goals is you know having accountability is quite important and you want it to ultimately end up as the person being accountable themselves but that often does require just that external accountability at least in the early stages Mm. um so yeah i'm happy to hand up and go mm. I will touch base with you guys mm. and just check in on like how I'm going not just I'm giving out a podcast <laughs> look at the two of us we like oh, how do we get out of here too of us. like why is she putting that on the table that was not part of the podcast plan. you both literally hunched into your shoulders your hands, it's like a little turtle to went back in. and I'm like guys <laughs> we can overshare This is that how
1: we're this is where away? i like it better when we're on our own in our pajamas <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> watching bad big, grade movies yeah. oh yeah, that's so dear.
2: funny no. i was just yes. thinking shell when you were talking just before about yeah the idea of why you would do goals or words or things and to tap into that um it reminds me of this devotional there's a prophet from new zealand called greg Burson and he has mm. a devotional called hope remains and he just said some of this beautiful stuff about hiding inside us um, is this field of treasure and that it's like this gift that we need to constantly excavate if Mm. we're going to be like um, find our divine likeness, Mm. Like, like find who God has really created us to be and that there's like all these things inside of us that need to be unwrapped and he talks about it being like this one small step at a time, a slow burn, but like... Learning to lean into what your intrinsic self is revealing, hmm. which I know sounds so out there, but isn't that the thing? Like we're all wanting to become more, really, who we are. Yes. Like who is the divine essence of who we are? Who yep. we were meant to be? And how do we get closer to that? I think that's what it's about.
0: Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? Like how that, how as you mature, that becomes more. Useful and engaging. I remember like hearing Oprah say that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, maybe not so much in the Christian space, but going, oh, that's a bit wishy-washy. Yeah. I don't know. But there's like, there's this craving that emerges more for me heading into my late 30s, and that sense of yeah, it can't just be all external practical mm-hmm. stuff. Who other people want you to be? Who other yes, people want to yeah. be? And if you don't take hold of your own life and tap into your understanding of God mm-hmm. and yeah, who you're uniquely made mm-hmm. to be, then you we will be 50 before we know it. And then mm-hmm. it's just a slippery yeah. slope, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's for all the mothers listening out there, grandmothers. <laughs> okay, kid, I young, I now realize. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> but, yeah, it just escalates. And, and yeah, I don't know. Because I, I, I am a um, more rational external processor, I think I just have shut off that side for so long and mm. so and even new year's resolutions feels like that side that is just like oh what does that really mean but Bit
1: wishy-washy Bit yeah. wishy-washy
0: however that's where the real change and growth happens so i think yeah maybe mm. there's actually a way to embrace it mm. in a way that's still you and not i don't know doesn't overplay it doesn't over play it into a like create it into something that's weird like the idea of a word doesn't have to be some mystical word. No, It can't really. be super practical. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So, have you guys got a word Not for
1: 2018? Yet. Uh, not yet. <laughs> have you? Um, I did think about it recently. Um, and the word that popped into my head, which mm. is often how it works, mm. if I overthink it, yeah. I just can't think of one. So mm. it often has to be the one that jumps out at me first. So the one that jumped out at me was connection. Mm.
2: Um,
1: I think being an introvert I'm very happy to not connect mm-hmm. a lot I think it's definitely more um, of a relationship thing so mm. do yeah. you need
0: a hug right now
2: Ah, uh, no <laughs> <laughs> there's that shoulder
1: you're not you're gonna end up in a group hug thing because
2: <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. You put
1: the word out there, my friend. It okay. <laughs> What's,
2: uh, what do you feel like? Do you feel like there's a driver or drivers for that, given like you say that you have quite happy not to connect?
1: Yeah, what? I think what? at the same time, I think I probably, especially in the latter part of this year, I don't know mm. why. um... I probably have felt quite isolated, and mm. it's probably mm. because I've been busy. Mm. Um, and that's not to say I don't feel connected to you guys, mm. because that's probably the one um, connection that mm. I feel has survived the busyness no, no, because the effort's been there as well. Mm. But I feel like I really haven't made an effort mm. with many any
2: anyone else really Mm -hmm. so know, and circumstances change Mm -hmm. people move away people get new jobs or new things or sickness or whatever and yeah that can change the dynamics around Mm -hmm. and you do have to make an effort yeah
1: and maybe even connection with myself like I feel like you know in terms of keeping track of my own goals and you know my Mm -hmm. own stuff I probably haven't even done that Mm -hmm. due to busyness and other stuff so Mm -hmm. Maybe that's yeah. another part of that. There's yeah. often different
2: layers to yeah, onion. Yeah,
1: layers like an onion. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. What about you, Shel? Are you
0: thinking about it? Um, I hadn't, but just when you said, "What's the first thing that comes mm. to your mind?" just just then was actually the word present,
2: mm. and I
0: think that is a good, yeah, a good thing for where I'm at. Which is for me, I see that as being present and not always having to look ahead. Like I tend to kind of always go, oh, but then this and that and um, how do I sit with where I'm at and being present in the yucky, uncomfortable bit Mm. as well and the moments when you need to grieve as well as when Mm. you need to just be at ease and enjoy Mm. life. So, I, yeah, I wonder if I often am trying to um, hold things together a lot Mm. and how do you sit and this is what I learned at that crazy conference is like, how do you sit with emotion and not be scared by it Yeah. Um, and work with it rather mm-hmm. than try to squash it down or ignore it or um, keep hurtling ahead? Mm. So,
1: the whole mindfulness thing that's all the rage, yeah, isn't well, it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Well, I love that though. That like I'm
2: so – I've been struck by that a couple of times this year and like um, I think like one of my reflections, I think – you know, in church life or just generally like you would see people talk about something that means something a lot to them or it's emotional or whatever and, you know, they might get teary and they try and move out of that space Mm. and I think more and more I keep thinking like, if we can't be teary and Mm. show like emotion, like when when can we? Like if you're Mm. talking about something that affects you, like I was thinking about, I was talking about something with someone the other day and I could feel myself tearing up and it wasn't like a close friend or anything mm. and so i immediately went to that place of how do i get out of this how do i pull yeah. it back yeah and then i thought no what we were talking about actually really meant something to me and mm. if i can't show that in that like yeah can like we release people to be f- free and mm. real about what's going on without it being scared mm-hmm. of emotion let's shut it down
0: yeah yeah anyway mm. yeah And it's like we're okay for little emotion but not big emotion because yeah. that is I think also being present with yeah I think in a faith perspective as well like what does that mean to be present with God all through the day not just in moments yeah it would be a lovely if I could get to the end of 2018 and go I have been more present this mm. year mm. in all aspects of life I would feel pretty pretty good about
1: myself I think mm. and, and that's I think I'd where be that, better person that word's got so much power because mm. it's not a goal it doesn't have an end point yeah it's just a general, yeah, yeah,
0: it's idea,
1: movement. yeah, a it's movement, a, yeah. yeah. I like Let's it. start
0: the movement. Yeah. Yeah, you no, know, did... it is
1: movement. Like this is what I want to move towards. Mm. Like you're no, never going to reach it. You're never going to be completely present. Mm. But no, if you can move towards that, mm. then
2: yeah. Mm. Um, have you ever read the book? Shell. It's really short. It's called Practicing <laughs> the Presence of God. It's by Brother Lawrence. He was like a monk. here yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever yeah. read it properly. I think I, I should. I've heard it's
0: really short. Okay, <laughs> I, I can read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you, but, you know. It it's a beautiful little thing about yeah, yeah how to tune into God in like the mundane stuff that we're doing, mm. and yeah, it's just a that'd real be great. Reminder. Yeah. Mm. I feel like someone actually gave it
1: to me many years ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I probably you. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I think the inscrip- inscription was, "It's short, love is <laughs>
2: short. and so is life."
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> How about you? Have you learned anything? No, right? but
2: I'll make that my goal for our next podcast. Yeah, great. Yeah, I, I need to sit with it. Or, or it share it. Share it on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah that's I'll that's get right. there. Please.
2: <laughs> <sighs> the the flip side of this for me sometimes is um, when we're talking about like goals for life and and aspirations mm. because I'm very much an idealist person anyway um, is where do I sit then with the scripture of like being content mm. and I think even as Christians we can move away from that, we, we yeah. want more of God we want to be doing more in the world we want to have more so we can give more away, mm-hmm. or and to sit and actually be content yeah. in what I have and where my life is at and what I look like, and the fact that you know, whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. I think you found your
2: word, but it's true, yeah. For everybody. Okay. <laughs> there we go. No, it's true, and I
0: think that's that is part of my reaction against it for so long mm. is going, How do you just be happy with what you've got? Mm. So that It is a balance, isn't it? Mm. I think maybe it's a constant up and down, and flow in it. Mm.
2: Because if you you focus too much on the content, you don't that's move right. forward. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Right. That's and yeah, yeah. As I
0: have managed to stay probably yeah. for quite some time.
2: And maybe that's it. Maybe it's not one state or the other. No. It's like all yeah. of life. You're fluctuating between both. So. you swinging back and forth. But it's good. Yeah.
0: It's a good perspective to have in it because it's either end is perhaps too dangerous. Mm. Well, the contentment sounds really nice. Mm. <laughs> yeah anyway
2: recommendations
0: i look, i've done so much i've got to say i think i've been avoiding the essay that i had to write oh <laughs> uh, you have so i i smashed um mindhunter did i mention that last time yes, with netflix did. yeah i got so roger
1: absolutely addicted to that okay. we're, we're not finished it yet
0: but. All Right. really i really enjoyed that because i was also studying a bit of psychology stuff so mm. that was fascinating um, also, it, we did a road trip, so we did the Sydney to Melbourne run with mm. the kids, and the latest season of Story Pirates mm. on the podcast is ah, really fun. Okay, like, Bruce great. and I can't stop laughing. Yeah. Road trip. It's a whole next level of just quality, and the humour is great. Charlie keeps thinking, okay. this is a bit this is a bit funny, it's a bit crazy, you know, She kind of, like she's a very rational, perfectionist type, oh, so yes. it's great to have this six-year-old kind of going, what, what kind of stories are these? <laughs> um, so that was, yeah, really fun, and I have just started The Crown Season 2. Mm. Oh, I love it! <sighs> Which is beautiful, I love Season 1. I want to season be Claire Foy when I grow lame. up. I know, she is magnificent. She really is. And then I'll round it out with my smashing of which we have all done, The Letdown. Yes. Yeah. I, I think that's my highlight for 2017 yeah. as a show. Absolutely. It has been so good. Yeah, yep.
1: so good. Revelation. If that doesn't come back for season two, I'm going yeah. oh, to be very disappointed. to. It yeah. is
0: such, so it's about, um, it's, Australian. Mom, it's Australian, based in Sydney, mum who's had, yeah, a kid who's maybe about, what, Six to twelve months by the time mm-hmm. the end of the series, and she joins the mother's group. And it's as Hazelhurst is the Classic. maternal health nurse, <laughs> it's and it's so just true. understated, hilarious insights around motherhood, yeah. being Australian, very
2: real. So yeah. you can relate to it. Yeah, like the yeah. most episodes, I would tear up. <laughs> yeah, but I would also laugh. Yeah, it's funny, but it's real. Like it cuts to the bone. Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah, really so well clever. done. Yep. And not. Yeah, not over the top at all. Like, at every point you go, this yep. could actually be my life or something. Yep. I don't know. I yep. view it. Yep, Smash it out. How about yep. you,
1: Tam? Oh. Sorry. Yeah.
2: i done <laughs> nothing. Yeah, I was what? going to say the letdown, too. Okay. Um, yes. Also, so. if we're Netflixing it up, I have been loving The Chef's Table. Oh, I haven't and watched it it's yet. beautiful. Yeah. It's and the stories behind these people, so it follows, like, the Michelin star chefs, 50 of the top. Chefs in the world and how they got to where they are and their backstory and their restaurants, which are amazing. So it's always beautifully, beautiful looking food. But these are like driven people,
1: Mm. and
2: it's just fascinating, like what drives them and how they live and very, very intense. Like, Mm. yeah, but but beautiful, beautifully shot, beautiful scenery. So I do highly recommend that. I read the Nikki Gemmel book after, which is about mm. her mum. Her mum basically um, killed herself, and it's I guess by the end the book is like the case for euthanasia, but it starts yeah. from the place of her being very against it. But then talks about her mum's story of years of chronic pain and mm. I guess maybe not having a lot of emotional resilience and reserve as a person because of her background and so why she made the choice to end her own life, but, yeah, deeply um, moving. And she actually uses that analogy that you talked about, Shell, of the gold in the Japanese Mm.
0: thing throughout the
2: book because I think on the night that her mum died or something, it must have been around Christmas time, and her kids had made like these kind of clay lanterns that they used to hang... Candles mm. in that the wind like there was this crazy wind and they all fell and they all smashed. Mm. And so by the end of the book by the end of her telling her story, she talks about sitting down at the table and gluing them all back mm. together and yeah, that idea of things being beautiful though they're broken. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's a beautiful book.
1: Mm. Wow. So I have been pretty brain dead. I've just been very busy and I think I was sending you girls some screenshots from yes. this Facebook page. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so um, this is this is me being brain dead and just wanting something to make me laugh. So there's this amazing Facebook page called "Man Who Has It All" and it's very tongue in cheek. <laughs> so it's basically, oh, do you think a, it's a guy doing it? I'm not what sure. I was thinking about that last yeah. night. Um, so it's it's just got it's. Basically memes on memes. Is it really possible for career men to juggle housework, homemade mince pies, a career, glitter hair, a festive penis, and me time? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's it's turning things on its head. So it's yeah. it's saying things that would normally be aimed at a woman, but it's saying good, it aimed at a man, and yeah. which just shows so, how so absolutely ridiculous it all is. Yeah. So. Wife online, kids in bed, time to relax with a glossy magazine to find out why your hair, skin, and nails are broken and wrong. <laughs> Me time. Oh yes, so yep. true. it has to be a girl doing this. Actually. You think we're very. <laughs> it's t- too insightful. Uh, yes, mm. I know, but yeah, it's right. very classic. It's it's a nice one to follow for a little bit of a giggle.
0: Yeah, <laughs> cool. that's good. Hirafijing is the other good one. Yeah, I love Herafigin. And she's got her stick figures. Yeah. Mum from UK who is um very insightful. She's done a great one about mums going out in the town at oh, the end of the year. I read and that one the other day. And you know, one of the comments was Talk There's one of the friends talking to some teenage boys at the bar when she's completely drunk, going, I'm at, "Would you believe I'm actually 37 and I've got two kids? You wouldn't believe it, would you?" I'm like, oh, that's what I say. <laughs>
1: And They're all going, oh, lady! And I'm like, oh, lady, you are crazy <laughs> and old. <laughs>
2: uh, One, uh, yay! I oh, know oh, it's terrible. Channel, no, yes.
1: embrace, embrace your wrinkles. Yes,
0: absolutely. Yes. Anyway, I'm excited about the year ahead. Yeah.
1: I'm excited too. We've got big plans. Yeah. yeah.
0: Let's make this podcast great again.
1: Yeah! <laughs> you have
2: been waiting
1: all episode. Clang. Oh totally <laughs> <laughs> <Kling. Kling. Kling.
2: laughs>
1: all right, so we'll good. see you in the next episode. <laughs> <Kling>. <laughs> see ya, and who we love to listen to.